5: Welcome into the program. Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you here on a Tuesday live in downtown Las Vegas. A busy show lined up. Good guests, including Matt Eumann's full blown beast mode with him coming up in an hour. Week two, uh, college picks and what he likes in week one of the NFL, and Adam Chernoff on the show today as well. And the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. So, Paulie, we had a uh, bow wrapped around the first weekend of the college season last night and uh, impressive performance by Ole Miss out to that 26-0 lead at halftime. Uh, They won, they covered, and the game stayed under. High-scoring second half, but uh, they're going to be a fun team to watch this year. I think we all knew this going in.
3: And uh, their win total was 7.5, and, and that's a good way to start the season last night for that program. They can challenge Central Florida for fastest offense, too, how they run, how many plays they run. If they have an average defense, they can win 9-10 games. They aver- they allowed 38 points per game last year. Kiffin mentioned how after the game how they changed their scheme from last year, which was a good thing because they couldn't stop anybody. But if they're, you know, who knows what Louisville has. But it, they did say after the game Louisville was shocked and, and surprised at what Old Miss was doing based on all the film they'd watched. But uh, we know they have a great offense and there was some Heisman hype for Corral, the quarterback. But that was if, if they can just give it imagine if even, even if it's below average. I mean average would be something that they can win a lot of games this year. And I was high on this team going in because of the Kumbaya and the hundred percent vaccination rate and how much and these guys are all on the same page and you have a stud quarterback, they get LSU at home, they go to Auburn and Tennessee, they get A and M at home. I mean, this is doable. And uh, they get that monster. Remember, we know they're loaded offensively. Nobody does that to Nick Saban. What they did last year, he didn't have an answer, and it was a shootout. And they they did whatever they wanted against oh, the, the, them. The quarterback is phenomenal. Yes. So if they can just if they can get stops, they could be a nine or ten win team. I like what you said though a minute ago.
5: Uh, who knows about Louisville this year? Mm-hmm. You know they could be weak and they could be down yet again uh, one more time. Or I mean this. I mean if we look back in like, let's say, five, six weeks, and Louisville has actually got it going, and they're winning some games, and they're looking good, or later on in the season, could look back at that and say, wow, that was really quite the impressive win by Ole Miss on Labor Day evening. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. um, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out with that program, obviously, that they beat last night. But, uh, again, good way to start the season. I'm surprised that Louisville was surprised. Right? Okay. When they're watching game film, that kind of sounds a little bit like uh, Scott Frost, week one for Nebraska. Well, once they did this with their formations, I mean, the game plan was all out the window. <laughs> we, we didn't know what to do. Okay, yeah. With Illinois and a backup
3: uh-huh. quarterback. Uh-huh. Oh, That's sure. Also, okay. It's also tough, too, when you lose your coach right before the game, and it's all hands on deck. So they're uh, their staff did an excellent job as well. Kiffin expects to be back Sunday, Saturday. Yeah. Done a hell of a job. You know, I used to make fun of them. I mean, I called him the Ashton Kutcher of college football. Is this his? He, uh, kept, he kept getting jobs with a horrible resume.
5: Yeah, is this by far and away already his best coaching job? I mean, he was really good as the OC in Alabama, but he also doesn't have like yeah. he, his stints were so short,
3: right? Raiders, Tennessee, some of the others. How long? Well, USC didn't work out because there was no, he was so conservative. He's the opposite of right. There was no creativity at USC. Their offense stunk. That's why he was fired on a tarmac. Actually, how long was he there? It seems like two
5: years was n- it? Now that we fast Not forward even? to today, it seems like he was there for like three months, yeah. and that was it. Like yeah. the stint is barely even memorable enough at USC. But here he is now in SEC country, and you're exactly right. I mean, who Johnny Manziel, the first quarterback to really do that to Nick Saban, and Texas A&M with the the wide receivers that they had and go spread offense, and yeah, Saban Manziel really had no but, yeah. offense, no, yeah. no answer for it whatsoever. And now we're kind of seeing that again with the Ole Miss and what they did last year to that team, and again uh no it's fun I'd like to see a team like this really be a fly in the ointment in the SEC mm-hmm.
4: well that would said. that would be great well
5: to said. get some new blood in there to be a challenger to maybe you know be a th- I don't know if can they be a threat to you know the teams that we're talking about who knows but um that would be fun to see And I like it I mean how many teams are going to be able to keep up with them if they just go bam 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 let's move faster 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 and they're going to score you know 45 points a game mm-hmm and it comes down to the defense overall, like you said too. So but it was a good it was you know, you know, fun performance to watch last night again as the final game for the opening uh you know weekend for college football.
3: I don't know about Louisville. I don't know no, about Louisville. I know. That's yeah. I don't know. That's another questionable hire now when you look at it. They may have
5: uh peaked as a program yep. you know, a few years ago. Possible. The other yeah. thing, my, the targeting calls,
3: my uh-huh. god, college football. Uh-huh.
5: Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network, Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live at Circa Resort and Casino here on a
3: Tuesday morning. Yeah, the uh, targeting calls last night. Go ahead. Several. Uh-huh. Some people said it was unwatchable because there were so many and guys getting tossed left and right. What happened? But, the, you know, the review and all this other business, people are saying, let's do it like soccer, yellow card, red card, watching the the, the Ohio State game Thursday, Joel Klatt was losing his mind. About we got to be better in college football and we got to cut this stuff out. Yep. And there's a difference between, you know, I'm trying to make a play and at the last second the guy ducks down and there's nothing I can do and all this. So it's, it's.
5: Well, they, they yeah. never had the rule figured out in the first yeah. place. I yeah. mean, you can, if you want to call helmet to helmet on a player, that's fine. Then give the other team 15 yards, but you need to have an interpretation, right? Some sort of interpretation between the difference of actually hitting another player helmet to helmet on an accident. And what is clearly something that would be considered targeting? All of these, you know, helmet-to-helmet jobs that you get kicked out by default—it's dumb. Whoever came up with that idea? And they again—they never yep. took physics into consideration with this stuff. Like he talked about, it's so fast, and guys are moving right. around at such a rapid rate. You don't know when they're going to duck their head, come up like this. Oh no, but you're going to get booted.
3: What? Yeah, and helmet. Use some common sense. Yeah, and helmet-to-helmet can be an accident, which isn't targeting. The guy—you're going to throw a guy out of the game when, it, right at the last second, a guy ducks down or there's a. You know, a guy's coming over the middle, makes the catch, and, and something happens there. And it's just you're exactly right. It's a violent game. Stuff like that's going to happen. Yeah. You but see some of these uh, line moves now for Week 2?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, Miami of Florida's up to 9 now in their game against Appalachian State. The Pittsburgh number opened up pick. They're now 4.5 this morning at Bat Rivers. That's four surprising.
3: A so listen what happened here. App State played East Carolina. App State won and covered. They're betting against App State, and they're betting on East Carolina because they said they liked what they saw out of East Carolina. Sure. And that's flipped now. They're they're
5: laying two and a half in that game,
3: East Carolina. Yeah, eight-point move. That was a huge move. Five-point move, as we discussed yesterday. When, these, uh, when Air Force plays Army and Army plays Navy, they always go under. Five-point move on the total there. That's down to 40. They play Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. Air Force and Navy, so that move. No surprise. Yep, they think it's a bad spot for Notre Dame, and a lot of people are high on Toledo. Toledo's down to 16. That's a four-point move. Mm -hmm. Pitt's gone up three points. I was surprised they were laying in Tennessee. You're not. Utah, the Holy War, they moved three points. They opened four. They're up to seven. I see seven and a half this morning now at Bat Rivers. Kenny White made a good point. Yes, it was ugly for Temple, and they were embarrassed by Rutgers, but he pointed out the misleading score. Look at all the turnovers and look at the short field and the defensive touchdown for Rutgers. Temple from three up to seven. I'll give you one more. How do you bet this
5: Colorado State-Vandy game? Oh, my God. After what happened to Vandy in week one, Mm -hmm. as a 20-plus point favorite, they lost by 20 points. That opened up. This is uh, at Fort Collins. Colorado State opened up a one-point favorite. They're six and a half this morning. They were seven last night.
3: You think they're going to be terrible? They lost at home to, uh, was it an FCS team that got them? Who beat him? It was South Dakota State. South Dakota State the Jack Rapids. Yeah. Jack Rapids. blew him out. Right. <laughs> but he, and the moccasins
5: destroyed Vandy. But, but here's the thing. Can, can you actually fire up your phone and say, yeah. yeah, give me Vandy plus six and a half this morning? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if I can do sure. that. What do you do now with Connecticut? Now Edsel's gone. <laughs> I actually reverse it now. <laughs> it escalated quickly. I would think maybe. And we yeah. got it's. It, this is funny. Maybe not so much because we're on in Nesson. And we, the following. Mm-hmm. Thanks for checking in every single day. We appreciate it. We got a lot of emails last night from Nesson viewers uh, talking about the the UConn program, that's overall. And a lot of them actually said now might be time, now is going to be the week to maybe bet on UConn. Had he stuck around, again, that video that came out on the sidelines from Saturday where the coach is on this, he's over there trying to rile up the troops and he's giving them the rah rah speech. He goes, All right, get your hands up. And everybody just looks away and nobody pays attention to him. It's like, Okay, they've checked out. They already don't care two weeks in. That would have continued, I think, if Edsel, mm-hmm. you know, remained the head coach. But now, who knows, they get some a new voice in there, and that could change things, and the kids could actually want to go out
3: there and play this week against Purdue. Something to keep an eye on. Sure, Right, sure. right. And, certainly, <laughs> and a huge underdog at home, so maybe you actually get an effort, and they compete for a change. Very good. Let's go. Come on. Let's do it. I know you're Jones. Keep it. Let's go. Cut the deck. Here we go. What do you have? Oh, uh, you got me. Oh, nothing? That's the four diamonds. You got me. Four diamonds? Door. Yeah. Jack of hearts. That was no fact. 1-1. One, one. That Good. sucked. For you, Bet Rivers.
5: Bad way action. to start the show.
3: Good action. <laughs> Bad way. <laughs> Tough first segment. Tough day for you overall yesterday. I had the Mariners. Well. 11-2 losers. I wasn't really talking about that. Are uh, you talking about the Cy the Young what? race? The what Wire. The Wire. It oh, well. Omar, you tweeted that. That had 30,000 retweets in 20 minutes from the New York Post. Terrible news. I couldn't believe it. I happened to be on Twitter at the time. That guy was an unbelievable actor, Michael K. Williams. So
5: here's the thing. He, he's been, you know, the reaction from most of the country is going to be Omar in the Wire. Yeah. Evidently, now that's I don't. I haven't really watched a lot of his other stuff. I saw The Night of on HBO. Very good in The Night of. Excellent in Boardwalk Empire as Jockey White. Yeah. I never watched that show because it was right after The Sopranos, right? And I didn't feel like I needed that. Like people needed that void filled by something. So I'm like, ah, I don't need it. I want to just bow out from watching shows for a little while. But he was, here's the reason why, you know, Wire is such a, can can I even call it a cult hit? Or it was just, it's so big nationally. People still think it's the best TV show of all time. A lot of people do. And they get offended when you say anything bad about the show. And to me, he was the best character on that program. And it wasn't really even close. I thought he owned that show. I thought he was amazing.
3: Yes, concur. People said top five villain. Top five, no, that's a top five character in TV history because how uh, how people love that show and, and what he brought I saw to the screen and
5: what he was like what, what a mutual friend of ours said last night on Twitter now the wire is his favorite show of all time he called him the first anti-hero and we all loved him because of it he's the first anti-hero that mm. we can recall and now since then we always root for the bad guys there are a lot of like walter white was not a good guy in breaking bad he turned out to be a really bad despicable human being in breaking bad but i think for the most part we all rooted for him omar really probably started blazing that trail then you just have moments in life where, you know, somebody at a certain age... I, I will bring up SNL, for an example, when I was younger, right? When the news broke of either Phil Hartman or Chris Farley, that they died. Oh, good example. Got,
3: right? Chris Farley was a crusher. I just... I, yeah. It stopped me in my tracks. Both of those guys. You know what got me? Gandolfini. Another one. I love Sopranos. And when we lost Gandolfini, that was also a huge blow. It, it's just like, you need all of a sudden... That entire show,
5: and if you liked him in anything else, like that's the thing. Like Gandolfini was so good in so many other projects, but he's he's Tony Soprano. Uh, And that's what we all remember him as. And all of a sudden, you just start to have flashbacks of watching that show and moments and scenes that he was just so terrific. And you're like, oh my God, what? And he was, what, 51 years old when he died, I think, with his son as a heart attack over in Italy. And the same thing kind of happened yesterday with Michael K. Williams passing away. Because that role that he played in The Wire as Omar was so great mm. that you just, it's a gut punch. And its I think it's kind of relatable to when you were younger as well and just that, that, that athlete in a certain sport, football, baseball, whoever, that once they eventually, something happens to them, you were younger, you were very impressionable, same
3: thing, right? I'll give you another one. It's older for our audience, but Belushi. Yeah. Belushi was at uh, Chateau Marmont, I believe, in the bungalows. Yeah. Uh, but, but Belushi, uh, Farley, and then they had so much uh, left to accomplish and so, much, so many roles that they were going to play in and hit out of the park, whether it's uh, Williams or Gandolfini, especially Farley and Belushi, too. I'd say John Candy
5: probably comes to mind. But it ha- again, like with sports, right? Walter Payton. How old was he, 45 years old? Was that young when he died? He was not old. Okay. When that happened,
3: so it's very relatable to guys that just you know are human beings that entertained us for our entire lives. But well, you could sit and rank this all time, but I would think you you have to have Wire top five if you have any common sense and you love television. The Wire's got to be top five. I just even though there's a couple, you might say a down season, but that thing was humming, and that that's when you know it's like Breaking Bad. It's like when you're watching something immediately, and you you know we have something, we we got something here. This is a magical program. Awesome, can't wait for the next episode, and that's when you can just. You sit there and you knock out a season and you look up. It's like, I've watched 10 episodes. I love this. I can't wait. Yeah. Of all the characters
5: on the show, and there were plenty on the
3: wire, right? That's the thing about
5: Williams as Omar. He stood out above the rest to me. And by the way, he only, he did not have, he wasn't like the major character on the show. Right, they they tried to showcase yeah, right. plenty of other well, guys. That's the thing. There were
3: so many. It's like Sopranos. There's so many guys involved in the program. Yeah, so many different characters and people but who have a role. He yeah. also established himself so well as
5: that villain character in the show that he could only do ten seconds in an episode and he would make an impact.
3: Yes, I mean when he showed you know, up I on the more screen time.
5: Yeah, when he showed up on the playground and he's got a shotgun and he's just yeah. like, Woohoohoo, here we go. Uh-huh. You know when he walks into the poker room or the po- the poker game that
3: they have going on. Remember that, that scene? I he's got remember. both guns. I can't recall. That is one That is one downside. You mentioned it, though. There are too many people where if you just say something uh, about the wire that's not positive, they lose their, their bleep on you. Yeah. It's like, come on. There was a couple down seasons. Oh, for sure. Let, let's yeah. be real here. You come at the king, you must not miss. Yeah, right. This, how, good, how good is that saying? I mean, Breaking line. Bad did an episode on trying to find a fly. Right. And whole whole episode. So you can't, they're not all home runs. Can't be. You know, Michael Jordan would occasionally miss a shot. Sure. Yeah, that sucked yesterday. 54 years old. I know.
5: Um, how about the move in Major League Baseball after Max Scherzer did it again last night? Mm-hmm. So he's down today, Paulie, at plus 275. There you go. That came out of nowhere. Well, And it, it does make sense when you look at his overall numbers. Maybe he, sh- he never should have been in that. I, I just got to. My messages
3: are blowing up from last night to today. He was 100 to 1 back in July. I believe it. He was an afterthought. The other thing is, if they're in the play-in game, maybe you have to go Scherzer after what happened Sunday. Bueller, the favorite at Bat Rivers plus 135, then Scherzer. Scherzer's jumped over Corbin Burns. And then uh, not a good start for Woodruff, but uh, a good one out of uh, Wheeler. Mm-hmm. But that's Scherzer's just been lights out. Well, he hasn't lost since late May, and the Dodgers win again. And I would keep an eye on the Cardinals, too. The Cardinals can be the A's of the National League, where you lose in demoralizing fashion, and you just say, okay, we'll that's see you it. next year. That's too much, right. Uh, Red Sox blow a 7-1 lead at home with Sale on the mound. Five runs, only one earned. Toronto wins again. We mentioned that yesterday. The Yankees are now 11 games under five hundred on the road. And they've suddenly lost 7 of 9. Well, Don't look now, by the way. We rode off the Blue Jays. I did. They're three back. Three back now in
5: the wild card. It's a huge series. It's a big game tonight. Yeah. If they can get... So please. I'm, they I'm, can uh, steal one from Cole? I'll get down on my knees and pray. Here. A little bit later on in the show. Please, Blue Jays offense, can you get to Garrett Cole tonight? Can you give me, like, it's a lot to ask here. I get it. But can you rock him for, like, five runs and four innings? We need we need these Robbie Ray tickets to have more than a pulse. And that, that Garrett Cole remains such a big favorite to win the American League Cy Young to me, I think, is just that price on him. When you, when you break down the numbers on Cole and Robbie Ray, they're extremely close. Extremely close. And, oh, by the way, you had one of the guys who gave – you know, an all-time bad performance in a press conference earlier this year, basically admitting to cheating. And that's Garrett Cole. And he's minus 275. The number doesn't make any sense at all. Mike Palm has been saying the only reason why Garrett Cole is where he's at is because he was the favorite to begin the
3: season. He's spot on with that. Well, he had a rough stretch, but he's been great as of late. And at least you have a chance with Ray. So Ray, Ray plus 375. So you got a shot there. I mean, again, I would have Ray ahead of Lynn. How, how and is, uh, they're now even as a second choice of Bat Rivers. Totally but, agree. But this is a big start tonight. I mean, the Yankees. The Yankees only have a half-game lead over Boston now, and now they have to worry about about uh, the Blue Jays, with them only being three up. They lose this series, and there's enough time left. Was my God, you couldn't even win the series at home against Baltimore. So they looked like I thought they were going to catch Tampa when they won a 12 in a row. Uh-huh. Now they've lost seven and nine, so losing to the Angels, losing to the Orioles. They get shut out. They can't hit during the day. Ryu had been awful with an ERA of 8 in August. He shuts them down. Thanks a lot, Yankees. I get eight runs out of Tampa, and I can't go over. But this is uh, this is a monster game tonight? Yeah. Don't look now. Marcus Simeon
5: yes. m- might beat us with this home run title. Seems he hits two every night. And now that prop is off the board. And I was actually looking for him last week, but they took it down. He's got 37 now. You're right. It what feels like he's hitting two every single day.
3: We got 43-41, Vlad 40.
5: Simeon, what is he 37? Where's Tatis? Same? I think 37 right around there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's very good. Otani did not have a good night last night batting, but you know, I mean, still the two home run lead. Got one yesterday from Flatty, so that was good. But I'm not going to be surprised if Simeon here gets, you know, keeps on with this role that he has. And he's a, uh He's a mini Perez. And he steals it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't all of a sudden the Blue Jays are three back. Yep. And the Phillies are a game and a half back. The Braves are still two seventy-five to win the division. Mm. They were twelve dollars a couple day a couple weeks ago, maybe a, a week ago. Last week, I think I saw them at uh, William Hill. Yep, twelve dollars to win the division. Two seventy-five. That's right. You pointed that out. Rivers. A game and a half lead now. They're five and zero against the Brewer, Brewers, and Null is only a dollar five. Yeah, Wheeler was really good. Another home run
5: from Harper. By the way, Harper, you might disagree with this, Paulie. Uh, Bryce can still win the National League MVP. I, I don't think that that's. It might be Captain Obvious to some, but I think a lot of people gave up on him uh, last week as well.
3: He's got 28 home runs. He's been hot now again. They asked the ESPN writers. They're all voters. Who's your MVP? 13 of the 17, said Tatis. 13 of the 17. Yeah, a lot Over, of, base, a, lot of yeah. baseball. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Like,
5: if they miss the playoffs, one of these guys, I mean... And the Phillies get again, in there and he carries them, yeah. Again, look at Austin Riley for the Braves. I think he was still 35-1 to yesterday. Awesome season. If they hold off the Phillies and win the uh, division, make the playoffs. He can't win the award. Freeman's going to be in the mix. I don't know what to say about the Reds and Votto. I,
3: I think I think How about that again. I think it's dead. The Cubs. The Cubs have won seven in a row now. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? All right, Marquis, Let's go. Start the rebuild. It's going to work out. Scored a lot of runs by the way. Seven in a row for the Cubs. Yep. You're right. You can't. You can't trust the Reds. This is ridiculous. No, no I gave up on them. It's ridiculous. They lose two out of three at home to the Tigers. They get beat by the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Didn't they lose? The Marlins took two out of three from them.
5: Yep. Uh, football season is here, folks. As you know, starting Saturday, we have new talents and shows to help you make the most of your fall betting action. The Vison lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday as well as additional shows on the weekend. We want to give you the latest odds to stay on top of with the uh, in-game betting opportunities for every key game across the country. We've added new personalities to our existing world-class team, including former professional athletes, sports media veterans, and, of course, strategic sports bettors. Visit vSyn.com to see our new lineup and talent and make this your best football betting season ever. Volley will run down bad beats, uh, betting moves, and a 10-teamer that hit for almost $80,000. Coming up next.
3: Welcome back. Win Some Lose Some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Get a 20% profit boost each day of the U.S. Open. Learn more at betrivers.com. A huge parlay hit last night. Let's do it.
2: Rough night. Can't
3: call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure in Win Some Lose Some. Let the education commence. Have a look at this. This was all over social media yesterday. A better hit a $10, 14-leg parlay. All college football's unders capped off with the Louisville game under. It paid $79,000 in change. He didn't hedge at the place he made the bet. But, my, uh, come on, a $10 bet all unders, 14-team parlay. Bingo, bango, bongo. Think about this. He put the bet in
5: on August 25th, ha! and his first game was Fresno Yukon. Oh my! God. How long ago is, Fres- is uh, August 25th? What is today? The seventh? Yeah. September?
3: Yep. That's how long ago he put Three it zero. in. Zero. He had a close call. He had the Charlotte Duke game under, which was close, and there was uh, the Oregon Fresno game could have gone to overtime. That's yes, there for sure. A couple sure. Of close calls there, but he gets it. All hunters on a 14 team. 14 like parlay. I'd say it's a pretty good well, way to pad the old uh, bankroll. That's a, a good discussion, to too, about hedging. As what would you What, what uh, would with you do? A $10 bet? I mean, that's... What would you hedge on that? I already said it to Mike Baum. What would you do? What do you think? He didn't respond. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but that's... Boy, that's a tough call. 10000 if you have
5: it, if you can get down 10000 will you hedge that much?
3: You could get nuts, too, and do the in-play scenario. Yeah, of course you but could. But also
5: move. You yeah. get a better, yeah. Um, I'm at, the the I'm number up. that he could have gotten at halftime last yep. night. Yep. He could have cashed both tickets.
3: And have a look at this. Cosmo. That's your big boy. That's a million-dollar jackpot. The guy is, okay, so let me tell you what's going on. This is no on. joke. This is no joke. This is a real deal. Cosmo tweeted it out. The guy is playing $25 denomination. Ten point. It's $1,000 two hundred and fifty dollars a push it's a jackpot if he gets a pair a high pair he gets he's playing triple-double meaning aces and a kicker is the same as a royale with cheese he gets dealt aces and a kicker it's a million dollars one thousand two hundred and fifty a push i need people help us out the army if you're watching a cosmopolitan whatever i would love to interview this person guy or 40 minutes. Just right off the top of my head. Biggest win. What were you thinking when it was dealt? Minus $6, we're, they don't want to come on the show. Uh, well, they, don't, they, don't, they don't want to go public with it. Well, we'll just call him, and we can call him Dr. X. And we'll, we'll call him. And put up, like, the, and, uh, the silhouette the, of, on, yeah. the, on the screen. Oh, what an interview that would be. And then he'll... Mm. Yeah, guys, this is what I was doing. You yes, Derek Stevens what makes them sweat, what makes it hurt. $1,250 a push. How does that work They then, get excited, a million dollars. So what it's. do you do there then for the, the whole ticket in, ticket out kind of deal? They have, uh, the, the staff comes over and they and they reset the machine. Where you just, I mean, you can't, they just log every time. It's at every hand, every other hand's yeah, of the they're not. Body. Yeah, so when you get a pair, they're not going to sit here and say, yeah, okay, right. it's locked up for oh, half an hour. Right. Now, here comes yeah. your $5,000. let us go. At, v- at Veasan. about the puppies with the chicks. Ha! Look at this! You don't see this every day. The chicks <laughs> running with the puppies. You gotta love it. Our radio listeners, pod, uh, pod- podcast people, Veasan. Look at that! Yeah, the puppies having a good time yeah. with the chicks. That's a great video. You gotta love that one. And this is called Fluffball Side, side pocket. pocket. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The cat goes down diving in the, on the pool table and he uh, can't get it stuck. Yeah, it's stuck <laughs> there. That's going to happen. I hate to see that. Great video, though. <laughs> Lose some. Matt Humans. you're going to get called out. It's going to get heated in half an hour. I, you must remove McDonald's from your top ten. The FTC's investigating why McDonald's ice cream machines are never working. Every time you go in other than Finau and ask for a McFlurry, they say, sorry. They've got me a couple times, too. I like the ice cream cone. And they say, sorry, our ice cream machines aren't working. Huge problem. The FTC wants to know what's going on. Ridiculous. Bad for the books, Old Miss Louisville under 80 down to 74 and a half. And one bad beat Red Sox, $1.45. 7 to 1 lead at home with sale. 9, 7 in the 8. They lose 11 to 10. 16 to 21, Tampa in Boston. And they win 11 to 10. Win some loose, represented by Brett Rivers. 20% profit boost each day of the U.S. Open. BetRivers.com. I got to be honest. Did you get that McDonald's story
5: from The Onion? No, it's No, it's a big deal. People are are pissed. The FTC finally decided we need to step in. So many people are are complaining.
3: Yeah, their ice cream cream machines are never working. It's out of control. Other than
5: that, then pull ahead. The ball gets us in a double. They're going to take the time to actually go and examine why.
3: And they should. As they should. Enough how, how about this? You new mean, technology, new machines. There's, a, there's a, apparently there's a problem. Like when they go down, there's only like one guy who can fix it. They I can't imagine getting Can't, can't imagine getting this freaked out over fast food. Get it out of the top ten. Uh, week one betting board in the
5: NFL. Are we sure this team should be favored on the road? Looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams? Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of City Casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh City Casts are up and running with five new episodes every single week. Subscribe to your local City Cast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, NFL, week one numbers now, Paulie. Uh, games coming up in. Uh, that game's in a. Uh, but we have
3: forty-eight. Let's at 60 hours or so. Good stuff at All Bent right. Rivers, too. The house special's already up, Dak and Brady. And Dak's props up, 288 and a half yards. Okay. They also moved the Buccaneers, eight and a half and a half point favorites now. Okay.
5: So we're sitting there hovering around seven and a half for a long, long time, even after the Zach Martin news. And then finally, uh, action, moving it, uh, 8 and a half now is where we're sitting. I can imagine that these books are going to have liability built up on teasers, plenty of them in week one.
3: Another reason to move it. Everyone's going to tease it. Bump of course, that up there.
5: Yep, yep. I'm surprised it wasn't maybe eight and a half. Maybe a little bit earlier. Still get it down to two and a half at that point, though, on the teasers. But now finally, eight and a half. And I, I locked in plenty
3: of teasers again over the summertime with Tampa Bay. And we'll start with a bang. I love no defensive or special teams touchdown in that point. game. Yeah.
5: All right. Um, this is the game I'm talking about before the break. Are you surprised that the Chargers are favored on the road at Washington? They're laying a point.
3: Yes, we are giving Staley too much credit here. Yes, we are. Who knows? Maybe it's. Uh, but we'll do this coming up about teams that could go in either direction here with win totals or what the season could look like. But uh, how do we know he's an upgrade? How, how do we know he's going to be this great coach? And I guess anyone's an upgrade over Anthony Lynn. Right. But I'm just. I'm just talking about going back to Norv Turner and just this organization just finding ways to lose and I'm, you know demoralizing. Punch to the gut losses. I mean, and, and the fact that, well, I mean, I hear this every year. Well, there's so much talent. They don't do anything. Of course. Well, even when they go 13 and 3, they'd vomit on themselves in their first playoff game. So uh, I think we're giving this guy too much credit here. And uh, I, I am surprised at that line. You got a team, yes, it was a bad division, but you have a team with a nasty defense at home. You know, will the fans turn out? We don't haven't had see, the fan base has turned on Snyder. And w- will we get good Fitzmagic or bad Fitzmagic? And Staley also never played any of his starters
5: on offense, yeah. really, in the, re- in, the, in the preseason. Yeah, it could that, be a slow start. By the way, that can mean nothing in the long run. Or it could mean something. But it could against this defense, because it's so good. I want to see how Herbert's going to look uh, coming out with his first reps in real yeah. time in this game. And you're right. I mean, think about this with the Chargers. It was like 10, 11 years ago, where they were number one on offense, number one in defense. They missed the playoffs. I mean, tell me how that's yeah. possible. Okay, so I'm surprised as well that uh, they remain favored on the road. That's a very, that's a lot of respect for a team. We're just assuming the team's going to win you know, 10, 11, 12 games this year because of the coaching change.
2: Right.
3: Okay, it's a big jump in my opinion. I blew this on the Jets-Panthers game. I played it under. It's up to 45. It keeps moving. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't see that coming. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I would think the Jets would come out conservative. I think they're going to have a good defense. It's the Darnold revenge game. It kind of surprised me uh, that, that that team keeps shooting up. Now the Giants-Broncos game keeps going down. And that's down to forty-two, which I well, think I think will be an under as well. I don't think
5: that's a surprise, Danny. Mm. That that total keeps moving. I think the Giants' offensive line. I'm looking at metrics last night. They are rated that whole unit. Paulie is rated like third worst, second worst, or in fact the worst offensive line in the entire league by several different sites who do this stuff. Do you know what kind of a day Daniel Jones could be in for? And Saquon Barkley. Now it looks mm. like he's going to you know give it a go as of right now in the game. But what does that mean? He's not going to go... Is he going to get 25 touches? I would say very unlikely. I'd probably say half of that, probably. So, you know, you you eliminate... Oh, You you go 50% anyway on their best weapon on offense against this Broncos front and that secondary? All right. Like, that team being favored at New York makes a lot of sense compared to the Chargers on the road against the football team. Um... What was the other game here? Oh, the the Bills touched seven against the Steelers. But that is now currently... Yeah, it's, it's seven right now at Bat River still. That's, you know, people I hear uh, all the time this week, or I shouldn't say all the time, but they're emailing the show. They're getting at us on Twitter. Oh, I really like the Bills on a teaser. I'm not touching this game on a teaser. I mean, I can see Josh Allen. I love the offense this year. I think if everything goes right for the Bills, meaning, like, this whole stuff off the field doesn't impact the team... They could potentially land the one seed in the AFC. But against the Steelers' defense, and the way Big Ben
3: looked in week one, not touching it. Some people down on the Steelers. But I think the offensive line can only be better. And I love the changes with Canada and the changes to the offense. And I think, I know he's old, but I think uh, I love taking Harris in the first round. And Ben has weapons, and I think Ben's going to have a big year. Jacksonville
5: at Houston number uh, 3 pretty much across the board Tyrod Taylor named the starting quarterback for the Texans no surprise there took forever yeah stay away here
3: yeah no but yeah yeah I not going to touch that one yes
5: the packers now this game moved to Jacksonville and i heard uh Brett Musburger with a great breakdown on this yesterday on my guys in the desert right here on Vison he said that the saints specifically targeted a spot with high humidity because the packers don't have a great history in playing in spots like this Specifically in Florida hasn't gone well, and uh, I did see a four and a half on this game yesterday. Yeah, that's where Bet Rivers is right now. They're four and a half with Green Bay. You look at the dog here
3: now on a neutral. Uh, I got to see how Winston looks. I got to see how that's this offense looks. Now, sit out. The beauty thing. The beautiful thing is we can pass. They have and, to put a number up. We can sit there, and sit it out. And the uh,
5: the Ravens. Are back up to five against the Raiders. That's on the road here Monday night. We got an email last night. Somebody who went back and tracked the Browns in their Week One games. They're one twenty and one in Week One going back to the late nineties. Yep.
3: We mentioned that several times.
5: Remember last year mm-hmm. they got beat thirty eight to six against the Ravens. Now turn their season around after that. But the person was you know making the point. I'm absolutely
3: including the Chiefs.
5: On six-point teasers,
3: is what he well, said. And then, based on who said it, uh, Andy was it Kenny White, Andy Reid in September. But look at look at Mahomes in September. That's another angle. Mahomes has ridiculous numbers in September. Uh
5: huh. That, that was Lombardi who said that.
3: Oh, it was okay. Yep. Thank you.
5: Yep. But I know that uh, my five best bets for the week have to be into Point Spread Weekly today. The deadline there, the cutoff for publishing purposes, is Tuesday at like noon Pacific time. And uh, I, I can already tell you that I'm going to have some common plays, other guys who we do the picks with. You ready for the contest, please?
3: What are you looking at with the contest? Have you narrowed that down yet? No. Okay. No. There's still too, way too much time. Yep. Yeah. And, and you got to get it in by Saturday. Yeah. And we're going to have an overlay here. question is how much. This is how big is the overlay going to be. they got four days. Yeah. You're right, so you can't count Saturday. It's a half day, and then it's going to be bedlam here with everyone putting their bets in on their college football. Uh, with some big games in the Oregon-Ohio State. They're, they're, gonna, they're gonna, probably going to get a $2 million overlay.
5: The number is twenty five fifty two right now Yeah, Survivor. They're going to double that to go to 5,000? I can't imagine that unfolding like that. You know? uh, something we like to call 30 seconds of perspective and updated ROI numbers with a little less than a month of playing baseball next
3: Seconds of perspective coming up. Let's get to a little ROI. Uh, This Seattle leads the way up 30 units. Think about this now. The year that the Giants have had, and the year that the Giants have had, and they have this many that Seattle's still ahead of them ROI. Seattle up 30 units. Giants 28 units. Tampa number three, followed by Detroit and Milwaukee. Arizona the worst ROI, 33 units. Followed by Baltimore. Think about that now. As bad as Baltimore's been, Arizona's still 10 units worse. Isn't that something? Down 33 units, Baltimore 22 units, then Washington, Texas, and Minnesota. ROI for pitchers. Flexing up 13 units. Mize, number two. The Giants, you pointed this out many times, the Giants are 16-4 and four when Webb starts. He's number three in ROI. Matt Moore's number four. By the way, watch his numbers in the huh. playoffs. Once the Giants get there, if
5: they win that division and they don't have to play the, the wild card game, pay attention to what Logan Webb is laying when he goes for the Giants. His numbers are mm. fantastic last
3: month to six weeks. Yep. More, Gilbert. Gilbert was number one for most of the year. Worst ROI, Baker down 11 units. Castillo, they're 10 and 19 when he starts. He's down 11 units in Arrieta. Arietta's lost nine or ten starts in a row. He's down 9 and change. Well,
5: and he is fade material every uh-huh. time he takes the mound.
3: Overs, Hendricks, 18 and 10 to the over. Tyone, 17 and 7. Miley, 16 and 8. Darvis 16 and 9. Unders, My 17 and 7. Ray, 18 and 8. Scherzer, 17 and 8. And Irvin, 17 and 9. There you go. Top bottom ROI. Coming down to the nitty-gritty here in baseball. Uh, feedback is always welcome. Get involved. Your favorite TV character of all time. We lost Omar yesterday. Michael K. Williams. Tough one. Fifty-four, you said? Fifty-four, 54 years, years old? old. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it looks like a heroin uh overdose. In any event, uh you can email us or uh tweet in your favorite TV character of all time, and certainly Omar was top five, no doubt about it. Thirty seconds of perspective. I'll throw a bunch at you right here. What what's surprised what were you more surprised Friday with Derek Stevens saying the largest bill at Stadium Swim was forty five thousand, or that they've had bigger tips? than the actual bill several times. Okay, so the, the tips being bigger, actually, the bill. yeah. Now think of that, because there's an 18% auto grat.
5: See, that, they're tipping over the top. Sure. That doesn't surprise me for a second, because the liquor is flowing, right? Guys are having a good time, and the talent serving the drinks and working the cabanas every single weekend or every day, whatever, out here is phenomenal. And they're probably taking their shots at you know whomever it might be, and saying trying to be you know trying to impress them. Here's a fifty thousand dollar tip. <laughs> fifty thousand. Oh God. You know, I mean that's that's probably that's me speculating, but I could absolutely Hello. see that being a scenario.
3: It's Pacino in Heat. You fall in love last night. Do you fall in love? I mean that is something. If you have an eight thousand dollar tab,
5: with and the eighteen tipping...
3: percent already on it, no matter what happens, and then you're coming in. Eh, here's nine thousand. Yeah, here's ten, twenty thousand, right. whatever. I actually thought about it. it Cause I was shocked when he initially said the largest bill was forty-four. That's hard to do. Because you really have to you have to go to the big boy stuff. Even if you have ten people. I mean, you get well, like a bottle's five, six, seven hundred dollars. We've
5: also seen some of those bills yeah. at other spots where they bring in like ten bottles of champagne. And some of the champagne bottles well, can be go top, what are top, they? Show. Yeah, two, a yeah. bucks
3: a pop. Yeah. this was a viewer, from i a viewer, and i i little bit of a little bit of People don't let you get off the elevator. They're trying to move in as soon as the doors open and ATM etiquette and drive-through etiquette. People are pointing out that when you let somebody in in traffic, nobody, they don't wave anymore.
5: Of course, yes. Have you noticed that? Of course I do. You have? Uh, yes, I live and breathe. Wrong. Absolutely it happens. I haven't noticed. And I, I give them the wave in the mirror like multiple times so they to. see me. I, actually, I will wave until I get the acknowledgment. Sure. I'll sit there looking like a dummy, like, hey, I'll go. I'll be driving like this for three minutes. Hey, I, I, I know what you did. You let me in. Thank you, th- pal. I go thumbs up. Sure. I'll do one thanks, of those, yeah, whatever. Like
3: you know. Really? You're, yeah. Uh, yeah. How, a scale of one to ten, how mad do you get when you don't get the thank you? Oh, I want to tra- chase like-
5: him down. Well, you when you let the person in? No, I, I, I'll, like, I'll make it a point to like get on their tail for a little while. Lunacy. Yeah. Not that I'm going to do anything about it anyway, yeah. but it's just So you've like, noticed this. Oh, my God. It happens all the time. People have stopped with the wave. By the way, pay attention. Pay attention at a red light or, you know what? The next time you're on the strip or the next time you're at, like, uh, whatever, an intersection, you might be out there walking to get uh, something to eat. Pay attention to how many people are driving when they're on their cell phones. It is insane. Because you can notice it, no problem, when some guy or person in front of you is going 15 miles under the speed limit. And you're like, finally, I can pass this person. You look, oh, yeah, they're going like this right here. Uh, what's on
3: the phone? Or it turns green and they don't all, move. All the time on the cell phone. Okay. Yes. Would you rather? Would you rather have Oklahoma, courtesy of Bet Rivers? Would you rather have Oklahoma seven to one or Clemson eight to one to win the national title? Oh, I'd rather have Clemson. You would at eight to one, yeah. Okay,
5: yeah, because the the offense will look a lot better than it did. That was a defensive slugfest, good and the, the ACC the is not that good.
3: Right, good chance they run the table, and we've seen this movie before with right. Oklahoma. Right. Okay. Would you rather have Iowa to win the Big Ten at ten to one? Or Texas A&M 12-1 to win the SEC? Mm, Probably Iowa 10-1. to
5: Because I I think their path to getting there is much easier than Texas A&M's, right? A&M has to beat Alabama, and they get Alabama at home, but they're what, 10-point dogs in that game? It can happen. They can maybe upset them, but I need to see it to believe it.
3: Iowa, meanwhile, already one game in, they have the inside track, in my opinion. What's Iowa-Ohio State on a neutral? I don't know that. But I would rather take the 10-to-1 than the plus-125 to win the West. Well, see, what I would have done is this. Uh, bet Ohio State when it was
5: a dollar eighty to win the Big Ten weeks ago, when we talked about that many, many times, and then come back right now with Iowa 10-to-1. Because I think those two teams probably have the best chance as of right now to meet in the Big Ten title game.
3: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Concur. Okay. Very good. Good stuff. I got one more would you rather. One more would you rather. Tampa to win the South at $2 at Bet Rivers or the Packers to win the North at 180 Oh, the Packers. Really? 180 yes. Yes. Oh.
5: Because that, okay, beyond those two teams in their divisions, Right. How, how do they stack up? The Saints are the second-best team out of all those teams automatically. How do we know the Falcons or Carolina might not be the third-best team? Yeah, I think the variance, and we'll do this a little bit later on, I think the variance with the Vikings could go. They could be the second-best team. They could win 11 games. I could
3: see an eight-win season also. I could I, I could see seven wins, six wins, wheel. whatever. I, I could. Bears win total seven and a half. I yep. like it under. Islanders Detroit, very, please. Of course. By recaps. Right. okay. And, and what, M- what if maybe Atlanta's frisky. I, I don't know. Carolina?
5: What, what if something happens to Brady? It's, I mean, over. It, it's happened to him one time in his career. That's it. But if something happens to him, what is it? Blaine Gabbert the backup now, mm-hmm. and then Kyle Trask. They kept you know they have three quarterbacks. Not Green Bay. Green Bay one eighty. Lombardi said yesterday he likes the Packers to get to the Super Bowl this
3: year. That was my pick too. All right, very yeah.
5: good. By the way, okay, so wh- you, you brought it up two minutes ago. Rank your top five TV characters ever. Oh
3: God, you, I keep you. I, I, need a t- I need a time. I can give you four. I would, I would need tiny... I can give you four right now
5: who could make the list all from HBO shows. Mm. I'll give you Tony Soprano. I'll give you Omar Little. I'll give you uh, Tyron Lannister. And I'll give you a guy in an HBO show who might be better than all of them.
3: The Deadwood guy?
5: I thought Al Swearingen on Deadwood was no, the was absolute good. nuts.
3: I'll go Al Swearingen. That is,
5: that is an A-plus job
3: out of him. I love I love Braun on Game of Thrones. Oh, he's so good. I love I love Braun. I like Paulie Walnuts. Love the Hound, Uncle Junior. Uh, that, not that's that. That's 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 not fair. That's gonna take two hours. Yeah, <laughs> take your top. Haven't five. even talked talked about Walter White. Haven't even gone Seinfeld. No. George Costanza. Oh, how about Larry David from Curb? That's another one. How about uh, how
5: about God, Le- how about top. Leon from Curb? Yeah. <laughs> you could just do
3: an HBO. You can just do an HBO. Yeah, yeah. You could do HBO only. I have a lot of regrets. One is also that I didn't get involved with the Larry Sanders show. I heard that was awesome. Yeah, I think, I think it's... I heard Shanley was the nuts on that program. Yeah,
5: same here. But I also Great think cast. that might be timeless, where you can go back and watch and still appreciate yeah. how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Like, ranking best shows, best characters, whatever. It's There's so much good content now over the last 10, 20 years. It's insane.
3: Did you get into Everyone Loves
5: Raymond?
3: You know, no, like never watched it. You never no. got
5: into that? No. No. How about Two and a Half Men? Did you like Charlie Sheen? Uh, laugh Track killed me really it was too obnoxious every every phrase that came out of his mouth the laugh track would go on for five seconds can't deal with that okay Paul charging has a good point when you go back and watch shows now with laugh tracks after shows like um the office parks and rec arrested development they they completely they're they're better because of no laugh track and now when you go back and watch shows like Seinfeld whatever from back in in the 90s it's just it's not the same thing yeah. did you ever watch arrested development
3: yes Awesome show. Not bad. Yeah, very good. I'm sure you can go with The Office, too, for plenty of candidates. Yeah. I mean, that's that a that's a tough assignment. Well. Top five TV characters of all time. Ooh.
5: Chargian ran a poll the other day on Twitter. Best male comedic role in a sitcom. And Michael Scott had a huge lead over Costanza. Michael Scott from The Office. Very good character. I mean, he was awesome as that. As that guy. He's not better than Costanza. Uh, come on. He's not better than Costanza. No. Costanza takes the cake. That's Larry David. That's That's exactly right. That's who he's playing. Yep. Uh, Good email here from Kim. Remember the Giants play the following Thursday. Yeah, Giants play out Washington Mm -hmm. next Thursday night. Good point. Short rest, which means they could hold Barkley down a little bit on Sunday. Fair point. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is from Troy. Good observation from Troy. Email ftm at Uh Iowa did it again. They held Indiana to six points. 23 straight opponents held under 24 points overall. Iowa State opened up with a team total of 24.5. Oh, it's incredible. Are you serious? That's true? That's Troy in uh, Sioux Falls.
3: Wow. Yeah.
5: All right, we would know. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 20% profit boost. For each day of the U.S. Open, must be 21-plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, Matt Eumanns is going to join the program. He had a great week in college football. I think his uh, win totals, by the way, are off to a roaring start as well, the way it looks. Uh, We'll get some early college football plays for week number two and see what he likes in week one of the NFL and uh, maybe who he likes to be in the Super Bowl as well. That's all coming up next year on Follow the Money.